Can I rant for a second? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some random hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized that people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. That's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC terms apply. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners. Tacovas will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. And point your toes west. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Somebody special's here. It's just one of those days. There he is. Are you wearing your sweatshirt that looks like it has stains, but that's part of the design? Yes. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Such a yes. nice feature in clothing. Are you wearing a necklace made out of candy? No, this necklace was given to me by, by my friend. It's crystals that supposedly are good for your soul and your heart. Um, and um, you can make fun of it, but I'm trying to see if it works. So far, I don't notice anything. I wasn't, I, I wasn't making fun of it. Hi, everybody. Hi, Joelle. Hi, Daniel. Hi, Donald. Are you recording? Hi. I've been recording. Let me do a little <laughs> test of our sound machine. Right. There it is. Everything's I working. I hate that thing. I hate Wu-Tang that thing. forever. Wu-Tang forever. Everything's working. That is true, though. Wu-Tang is forever. That's one thing that is, that is true. Wu-Tang is forever. I thought of you the other day. Donald sent me a meme the other day, and I thought of it, and it said... Something like, why do all of us African-Americans do this? And it was the guy um, putting on a movie, hitting start, and then turning around to, to go to sleep and face the other way. Yeah. <laughs> An entire vibe. And I, and I was doing that myself. I was like putting on the TV that I knew I wasn't going to watch and starting something and then getting all cuddled up and turning the other way to fall asleep. It wasn't that it wasn't why do Africans America why do black people do it is it was black people do this but it doesn't also it, what it doesn't say is that 
a lot of people that aren't black also do it. Like white people no, but, do it. Is it like Asian a, people is it probably like a, do it. Is it like the washcloth thing where it's a stereotypical black thing? No, I think everybody turns on the TV. If Not you, everybody. Come on, buddy. You know, you know, you know what? My wife doesn't. You're right. My wife's like, turn that shit off, please. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to bed and I turn the TV on. <laughs> That's just right. me. Right. My That's just me. TV on. She had to have it going all the time. But hers yeah. was like home shopping network. The good one. What an episode that doesn't make any sense at all, Donald. Zero and sense. I'm happy we have a guest uh, today to lighten things up a little bit. We um, are going to do the show today with a friend of ours named Brian Klugman, who's a very fascinating guy. He well, let's bring him in, and then we'll talk about him, and um, and uh, and then we're, and he's going to help us make this episode that was not that good even better. Right? You didn't Donald? like this episode? No, and I want to talk to you about why you apparently did. I laughed once. I laughed more than once. Okay. When did you wait? Hold up. When did, wait, when did you laugh? I don't want to ruin it yet. Let's bring in Brian. Okay. Brian is a big Scrubs fan, and he's a big uh, Scrubs podcast listener. There he is. Thunderous surprise. Brian Klugman in the motherfucking house. <laughs> there he is. You're I want that every time I get on a call. Every time, <laughs> ever. Brian, meet Daniel, who's our engineer and video game expert. And um, what else do you do? You edit. You uh, provide fun and laughter. I appreciate that. A little buffet lifestyle over here. A little bit of everything. And uh, Joelle had to turn off her camera because she's having some issues, but she's our producer. And Hello. <laughs> Guys, I wanted to bring Brian Klugman on because for so many reasons. One, he's a fan of Scrubs. He's a fan of the podcast. And he also is a very funny gentleman. I thought he could help make this episode, which I didn't find particularly funny, funnier as we discussed it. Although I'm just learning now, Brian, that Donald found it funny. I found it funny. I did and, too. And uh, the other thing about Brian is Brian, had, you, had such an, you have such an interesting career. Unlike anybody else I know, you, you not only act and direct, didn't you, weren't you Frazier's son? No, I, uh, I was... Uh... I was the intern at the radio station there for a while. I, I had a long run of playing real, real dumb characters. And uh, like that was, what other, what other, what was that character's name on Frasier? Kirby. Kirby. I, I never watched an episode of Frasier, so I wouldn't know. But I think you had a big sort of Jufro when you did it, right? Very, very big. Yeah, I had that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> and were you on any other notable roles people might remember you from? Or is uh, that, that was obviously your He was in Can't guy. Hardly Wait. With uh, with our friend Donald over there, yeah, yes. I, uh, I, um, yeah, I mean, I did a million different things. Uh, was on Felicity when that show yep, started we did that together. Yeah, we did that around the same time too. Yep. And uh, I was uh, up until recently was doing Bones as kind of uh, one of the interns, squinterns, whatever they call them, and uh, had a great time with that. Brian, you have such an interesting career because not only do you still act and you've directed some films, but you're a very funny writer. And I'm, I'm about to tie all of this in is that Brian will, will, I'd love you to tell the story of how it happened, but Brian had a, a big change of life and became a very, very successful, he's kind of Don Draper. And because uh, Brian loves Scrubs and because Brian loves us, he is the reason that we landed the T-Mobile Super Bowl commercial. And he's the one who wrote that fucking hilarious. Well, I can't take I, I can't take all the credit for writing it. I wrote it uh, and created it with um, Andrew Panay, who's my partner on yes. this journey, who's an incredible producer. And then yes. uh, 
the guys up at T-Mobile, Mike Katz and Peter DeLuca, they're huge fans of you guys. So it was like, it was a kind of a universal decision. Now, Brian, before, not to toot our own horns, but if we can't toot our own horns on our own podcast. <laughs> this is why you have a podcast. Yeah, if we can't toot our own horns, I always say that in meetings. I'm like, not to brag, but I'm trying to sell myself to you. So if I can't brag in this meeting, what's the point? Um, but but Brian, um, is it? It's true, in fact, that the that your creation and our genius talent um, made it the the second most searched for ad after Scholar Johansson. It was. It was. It was on fire, people, and uh, such universal. I mean, it's what you, you. I think we all know when you put something out into the world especially in that kind of form, people love to hate. You know what I mean? Like putting something out publicly is always a a scary and arduous thing. But uh, you guys, it was so, you guys were so universally loved and it was so warm. I think it was just uh, incredible to see that reception. And, And, you know, I know you guys, we were talking after the game, like to watch it just continue and to pick up steam. Yeah. You know, there was no lead time on, on any of that. You know, there was no lead time. We didn't like pre-release anything. It just, it hit and it just was a non-stop. We had so much fun that day, Brian, because it truly is me and Donald's dream. Like if we could fantasize like in a Scrubs fantasy, it would be that we live next door to each other and sing music. We got pretty close at one point. (laughs) We were pretty close. We were like- No, but I'm saying like, I I think I told the story on the podcast, but like if I had my dream, I would go on my front porch and have my morning coffee and look over and see Donald probably smoking a blunt and and just be like morning bud bong hits bong hits you want to uh, sing something from sound of music or well, this is what i this is what i've learned but this is what i've learned bong hits are so much faster than smoking a blunt it took you 48 years to realize that brian has a brand new baby by the way um that is very beautiful and uh brian your life is so good i and also i just want to say that you're and, and I'm beautiful be, wife beautiful I'm wife beautiful wife who's so cool and smart and has and is a singer and and you're such a mensch well those of you who don't know that expression i believe it's german for man brian you would know but it's it's, a, it's, it's yiddish it's it's yiddish. yiddish yeah but it just means a, just a just a sweet really sweet human being and i and i i'm sorry to be sincere audience but you really are just a lovely person and i'm glad that we're friends oh uh, wow that uh, i feel exactly the same way it's funny you said the word mensch when i when i first moved out to la you know leaving my family leaving so far my I said to my mom you know i was getting to the plane and said anything uh you need to tell me last thing she says as i get on she goes if you ever meet steven spielberg tell him he's a mensch that was it. <laughs> Have you had the opportunity yet? Not yet, not yet, but uh, hopefully um, someday soon. We should probably count into the show. We forgot to do that, Donald. Do your thing. Five, six, seven, eight. About show we made. About a bunch of docs and nurses in a Canada who love the hate. I said he's a story. Welcome to the show. So, Brian, real quick, before we get into talking about the episode, which I thought was really weird and I didn't laugh that much, but I'm glad you two did so you can set me what straight. What the fuck? What are you, what, what, hold on. I have a, I have a, I have a real issue with this. Why are you upset by this? Why are you upset Because this had some pretty funny moments in it. 
And to think that you didn't laugh at this shit is so well, you bullshit. know, sometimes it's your mood. I'm not in a bad mood, but sometimes it 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 it, it is one's mood that, that affects how you watch the episode. Maybe, maybe I'm not in a wasn't in a particularly giggly mood. Can I go down the list and let's see if you laugh? No, you're gonna you can't waste it. But I will tell you the one thing I laughed at when Kelso asks asks you to call Al Green. Because he forgot to get tickets. To yeah, call, it call, took call. you. It took you all the way to the end of the show to laugh, dude. Hold up. Wait, no, no, because you can't. Uh, we're gonna go through the show. You can't just list the things you. I'm found gonna start them. at the beginning. Okay. I'm gonna start at the, at the cold open. You didn't laugh at the fact that Ted has a granny fetish. I did. But it's weirder than that. It's not just a granny fetish. He's he's kind of into his mom. Yes. Yeah, it's it's a mom granny fetish. It's 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 trippy. I really liked it though too. It took me completely by surprise because it kind of un- revealed itself like a little bit at a time, you know. And, and at first he's eyeing the granny. Yeah. Like, okay. He wa-, and then you're like, is he why is he? And, and then he kind of does a thing where he tries to touch her like like she's hot. He does a thing with his yeah, finger. Yeah. And then. And then later he brags about having seen his mom have sex. Yes. With a man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. With a man. Yes. With a man. Okay. So let's just yeah, start. Yeah, that's a point of pride for, for him in the things with a man. Yeah. The show is called Road to Nowhere. It was written and directed by Mark Stegman. Mark was a uh, very funny writer on our show. And I think this is the first time other than Bill, a writer on the show was given the privilege of directing an episode. Um, JD lives in a tent on his half acre. Um, that half acre making it back to the show. Half acre back, and um, and he still owns that shit. He still I, owns that shit. Yes, I bought it with Mandy Moore. I wonder if I bought her out. Uh, I must have bought her out of her. Well, she ain't around it. no more. He wants to split it. But um, I'm stealing power from the next door neighbors, and you didn't laugh at that. What? You didn't laugh at the fact that you were stealing power from a next door neighbor. Oh, I didn't. Think yeah, that. you did. Yeah, you did. Party, you was like. I laughed that I sounded that it sounded like they were having sex like a baboon, and <laughs> and, the, and the guy's like, I wasn't home last night. Yeah, I mean, I like that you brutalize him. And she was like a stunt woman. She was like, a, yeah, for I sure. Her, I didn't remember much about this episode except there were a few key, key things, and I think I remember her being like, she was almost like an MMA fighter. She was big. Why did she beat your ass? And, and and for telling on, and why did he stand there and watch? Why wasn't automatically? Why wasn't it automatically, baby? I don't know what the heck fuck he's talking about. Why didn't it go to there? Why was it? He was literally killing the messenger. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I'm caught. I'm a fuck him up for 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 that. And he stands there and, and he stands there and watches. But we don't know. They have a weird sex life. So I don't mean to say weird. They have a unique sex life. So they have their their sex life. Yes. I have to be so PC these days, Brian. They have their sex life, right? Joel, there's nothing odd about it. They have their sex life. They have their choices. Is that right? Whenever we need to, uh, whenever we need to say sex things correctly, we go to our, our verbal specialist, Joel. (laughs) It's not weird. It's just their choices. Yeah. Yeah. Also, don't cheat on your spouse, you know, and uh, you got you got to be like cooler than whatever she was trying to pull off because it was her that was doing the cheating. Right. Yeah. Oh, she, yeah. And she got caught and beat up J.D. for it. Right. Like she, foolish. She was dude should have been like, that's it. I'm out. I knew it all. T- I knew it all along. He should have bounced. 
Okay, so this instead is he watched his wife beat the shit out of another man. Maybe, maybe he, he gets it. off on that. Maybe yeah, he likes so maybe it. That's maybe his he thing. likes like, it. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe he likes it. it. <laughs> they may be. They may be like our uh, our couple friends we had on the show mm-hmm. who have some sort of arrangement. I don't think he likes it. He didn't he seem. Like he it. didn't seem to like it. He I don't think he likes it. No, you 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 brutalized. You um, as we know, um, this is the RV episode, um, a very weird thing, right? It's almost like I a- like the RV. I liked the the idea of the RV. I was wondering what the fuck is Kelso. That was the first question I asked. Why is Kelso introducing his camper? Like, what is the what first of all? I love RVs. I want to mention as a kid, we used to take RV trips, and my father always always would get ones that would break down. He, 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 he was always getting <laughs> shit ones. He wouldn't spring for a good one. And, uh, and they, and it was so humiliating. I remember without fail, they would break down and we'd always be in the shop. And for some reason he would, he would always go back to the same company. I think he just was, 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 my father was a very loyal man. And even though, even though he would go to the shop that would rent us piece of shit RVs that would break down, he would go to the same one every year. And I can remember being like stuck in like a toll booth, like everyone honking, <laughs> or like hiding on the floor. Oh, that sounds terrible. It was horrible. But I always loved RVs. I always grew up, and 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 to this day, I you know during the pandemic, like so many people, I think after maybe Nomad Land inspired it or something. But then I went down the wormhole of like tricked out Sprinter vans. Oh, it's game over, dude. Those things are insane. To this day, my Instagram is is like seventy percent. tricked out couples who have tricked out their sprinter vans and like live on the road i i I, I so cool well these guys had a freaking bus yeah these guys had a monster rv this thing is huge it has a stripper pole in the back back. and it has a, a rack of kimonos that are used for uh kelso's masseuses yes okay we need to discuss this because we kind of touched on it before, but we didn't. Yo, there's a lot of shit in this that's kind of like, I mean, nowadays it's kind of like, hmm, it's a little oh, questionable. Joelle, oh, well, it's, Joelle mentioned that there is in, in the Asian community um, discussion of, of being fetishized as, uh, right? The fe- female mm-hmm. um, female uh, Asian women's, well, the, the Asian community as a whole sick and tired of of it being uh, a joke and and this was something that was a recurring joke with Kelso but at the same time and, we, and and I'm not defending that at all but 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 can't you Joelle answer this for me can't you also have a character that his thing is that he's attracted to um Vietnamese Asian women yeah i would hope that like i mean it kimonos are not Vietnamese or Japanese so that's like iffy and i think i think it's okay as long as you're like that guy's an effing asshole and also as so long as it's not like a prolonged joke like in um licorice pizza which recently got a lot of flack from the asian community for having you know dialogue about that That it was a very weird it was such a weird choice like like like, when did you write this 87 yeah yeah so I think, yeah, Kelso is firmly in that camp. I think most people look down at Kelso. We've seen him be a slacker yes. at his job, and he's, it's not a celebrated thing in but the I show. Didn't I don't. It was feel. offensive. I mean, did you? I, did you? Did you? Joel? I, I don't want to. It's hard for me to, to tiptoe around this because I don't. I can't speak for the Asian community, but 
when we when we last week when we talked about the um the officer and a gentleman thing that was that wasn't even in vietnamese that wasn't even vietnamese the song wasn't even sung in vietnamese it wasn't no what was it sung in i don't know but somebody dm'd me and was like yo that wasn't vietnamese (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was like the mandarin conversation (laughs) from uh was the moon night that's happening too uh we got to do better by the Asian community as a whole. It's oh, a I didn't know that. That's horrible that it wasn't mm-hmm. even in Vietnamese. They probably just found an Asian version of the song and played just it. Left it in there. Yeah. And played it. <laughs> it's horrible. Well, it's not our fault. We didn't create the damn thing. We just acted in it. Um, anyway, it is a true fact that uh, Kelso is attracted to Asian women, whether that's um, appropriate or not these days. Uh, we, we're just we're, we're, we're reviewing an old show. Uh, it is funny when everyone is wearing them for warmth later. Right. I, li- I like that. I like a couple of the runners on the show. I I, I kind of like the idea of changing like the word wrong to Dorian right at the beginning. I think there's <laughs> I think there's fun. I had a desire at one point to try to get the word Sigourney Weaver to be like an expression like Sigourney Weaver. That's good coffee. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> So, so I, I, I like replacing words with uh, words that we choose. I think there's something fun about. I love how JD catches on right away and starts yeah. to himself. That's and kind so of surprised, and he's like, "How, how did that catch on so quickly?" And and uh, something else jumped out at me, like when you guys, I I love uh, I love the Michael Knight beat. I oh, that shit yeah. was fucking hilarious. Yeah, Donald and I have spoken a lot about our love for Knight Rider. So the the, the little Knight Rider fantasy wasn't, but then then but Kit the, the the version of Kit the computer in our show tried to kind of like hook up with got with, a little dirty, got a little dirty, like, which I think is funny. And I I liked uh, they got you in the leather jacket and everything in that little fantasy sequence. I was I was all in on that man because that was that's really true about that though. You know I've DM'd Kit. Hold on. Hold on now, Not though. Not to brag. <laughs> wow. Wow. That really went different. Sorry. Look, that's true, though. Think about it. When Kit would get beat up, Kit would be like, oh, that shit hurts. Ah, oh, fuck. I'm hurt. He would? Well, you know, he would be like, Michael, no. Oh, yeah. He'd be like, no. no. Michael. That was always sad. When yeah. Kit, right? When Kit he got hurt. So how come when Kit got touched in a nice way, how come Kit couldn't be like, oh, shit, Michael? He was. He was like, that's that is, the spot, that is Michael. The spot, Michael. That's the yeah. spot, Michael. Why didn't that, why didn't, why didn't that happen? That something, would be no, we something, that, something that wasn't programmed into Kit and in the foundation yeah. of law and government. Or maybe I wasn't hitting the right spot. I should have been yanking on the tailpipe. That could be it. You're um, not going to fall for the banana and the tailpipe? not going to fall for the banana and the tailpipe. <laughs> Um, take these here. Take these bananas. Take these bananas. These bananas. Go ahead. Go ahead. For the buffet. I, 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 I have. I have peaches, plums, <laughs> plums. The, the way buffets. Said plums. And one of the reasons I love hanging out with Brian is he he will. You can name any movie reference and he'll pick it up and start running with it. Um. All right. Listen. Let's talk you didn't about like Mickhead trying hey, to keep the phone. Too fast. Okay. You're going too fast. So we the RV is introduced. Kim's having an ultrasound. For those of you who haven't watched the episode, Road to Nowhere. Uh, JD's missing. So 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 is Jordan. Jordan's having an also having an ultrasound, and uh, they decide they're going to take. A, they're going to steal Kelso's RV. They're going to bring Rowdy, and they're going to do a road trip to Tacoma. Cock sabotages Turk because, because Turk, Turk told, told Jordan, Jordan that Cox. Uh, told him that they like to cuddle. 
Right. And, and Jordan doesn't right want now. anyone to know that she likes to cuddle. Right. She got livid. So Cox screwed over Turk and Carla said, I'm going on the road trip. Right. Instead, makes it so Carla's like, I got to get give the baby to Turk. I'm going on the road weird. trip. I mean, instead. I didn't I thought I thought I thought it, I know that obviously the writers wanted to give Cox and Turk a storyline together. But I, I think the road trip would have been funnier to have Turk on the road trip. Absolutely. I mean, but Turk was, in a kimono on the on the on the on the dancer pole was a missed opportunity. Well, I learned another thing about Turk and Carla, though. What? They do some freaky shit. I mean, she's got she's one very, very flexible and yes. very, very bendy. Yeah. And, and you know, JG knows the name of the of the of the, the dance. Move, she the did. Position yeah. And yeah. Because he's yeah. a stripper pole. Yeah. That was yeah. funny. So, you know, that How you know, that not? Turk is like, yo, can we practice some of these moves that you seem to know? From back in the day. Did you like, ever you question know, that Carla wasn't naughty in bed? Carla feels like she's naughty in bed. I feel like Turk appreciates the naughtiness that Carla is in bed. Yeah, too. I don't I never thought that Carla the character was just um Oh no, no, no. There's no way. Nobody's just one thing, Zach. Yes. But I think Carla, in my estimation, is probably fun in bed. I bet you Turk is too, though. <clears throat> Yeah, but we learned that Turk falls asleep right after he finishes. It doesn't matter. None of these, none of these things track. None of this stuff tracks. None of none of the none of these storylines track. They're all jokes, kind of like Family Guy in a lot of ways, where it's funny at the moment, and then the next thing you know, it's gone. It's, a diff- it's it's something different. By the way, Donald, I know you don't watch TV that's not Star Wars, but Brian, are you watching um, the Great at all? With um, I, I watched the first season, and I want to watch more, and it. It is it, so it, good. It's so good. I'm late to the party on the yeah, show. Me, me Elf, too. I'm way Elf behind. And I have no Hulk. idea what this is. I'll tell your wife because she'll love it. She likes TV shows that aren't about Star Wars. Um, and Joelle, Joelle, you love it. Yes. Imagine if like season one of Bridgerton was more focused on like a power couple and that power couple hated each other. It's that sort of vibe. Like sometimes it's kind of steamy it's i also it's love that it's a like, pro- like a soapy thing yeah right? it, it, it's so it's so edgy i think and like and it's sexy I, and 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 it's so it's guys so i'm so dead. falling asleep right now this okay uh boba fed boba fed boba fed system tank forever Wu tank forever all right he's back he's back I right, go on. You've all right. Been... Anyway, I, I recommend you all. It's on Hulu. And Nicholas Holt, who the hell knew he was so funny? He's fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah you should get a huzzah as a drop, I think, would be yes. a good drop for you. Okay. Huzzah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So they steal Kelso's RV. Ted comes back to talk to them while he's supposed to be driving. I thought that was. Yeah, that was very funny. <laughs> Who's driving the RV? Oh, my bad. <laughs> That was funny. Okay, Elliot is confiding in someone, and then we uh, that her father um, did hug her, in fact, but not with his arms, with his mind. Yeah, yes. And we learn, and we reveal that she's confiding that in Rowdy. We reveal, as we said, we learned that Ted has watched his mom have sex. Then the janitor we has been a out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. And he steps out of the RV, not knowing it's moving. And when he falls out, he hurts his head and doesn't remember that he hates JD. You guys didn't check the back of the RV to see if anybody was in there. First of all, we were in. We were in the. First of all, this RV is not that big. We were, we were back there doing pole dancing. 
Right, Maybe and then I'm in. Where was he sleeping? There's not multiple bedrooms in this RV. He could have been sleeping under the bed. I mean, there's a lot of options. <laughs> I don't. He's a very large man, Neil Flynn. I don't know where the geography of where he was that he missed us back there pole dancing. I don't know, or that you missed him. Anyway, he 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 walks out. He hits his head, and then he we stop, and he forgets has, that he knows. He that he knows any of them, right? But, that, but he also, for the first time in the show's history, he's kind to JD. Not only is he kind to JD, he's very passionate about JD's quest and <laughs> wants to join him <laughs> on it. Then, uh, at the act break, the uh, JD thinks he can make it through a tunnel. Now, I remember when we shot this, uh, <laughs> that shit was hilarious. You didn't laugh at this. You didn't laugh. When the at RV this. gets ripped in half. When the RV Very gets ripped in half. For an oh, I stroke, can totally but. make it into the gang, 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 and then it turns everything goes black. Yeah, that was funny. I remember that we didn't do it green screen because we did it rear projection. And, and it actually looks better than I think green screen would have, because green screen in cars still to this day does not look good for some bizarre reason. I, I also like the choice that it was not big enough width-wise. As opposed to height-wise, which yeah. is kind of like the obvious choice. Like, you know, you right. give the RV a haircut and all of a sudden. <laughs> no, I like that you took the side the off. Side I off. Thought, yeah, yeah, I thought that was off. funny. I thought that was a funny choice. Well, they yeah. bought this RV. I remember I remember that they bought the RV because they had to destroy it. And they just bought like a really, like the cheapest RV you could buy. Um, and then ripped the, the side off of it. Do you remember? Uh, you weren't there. I'm saying I wasn't you on it. You weren't there. I wasn't on it. But uh, but anyway, for those of you film geeks, it's it's not green screen. Uh, it's rear projection. They were projecting the road onto screens, the old school style way. And I didn't think it looked that bad for what it's worth. So then then we're all wearing kimonos to stay warm. <laughs> now, I want to talk a bit about what's happening back at the hospital. So uh, there's a scary um, thing with with uh, Jordan's ultrasound. Yeah, no. No, but Cox, why does he want you in the room? He doesn't. He doesn't seem to because he's not allowed. He's not allowed in the room because he's family. Even though he works at the hospital, he's not allowed in the room. But he wants Turk in the room to make sure that everything goes well with the surgery, as far as his wife is concerned. He's already made up his mind. It seems like that. Oh, this means the baby's going to have problems now. You know what I mean? Uh, right. And so, but 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 he's never really respected you as a surgeon, even though nah, we, the audience. Uh, yeah. Or you I think he's just, you think he's just being a dick? Yeah, I think you know. I think. Well, I think this is telling about that. I think he does. Yeah. I mean, this is the most intimate kind of thing, and he's like, "I want you in there," and that's about as hard truth as there is, right there. Right, because he could ask Doctor Wen. He could ask so many other people to be in there. Right. Instead, he asks Turk. He does ask Beard Fassay to turn his foot at the right angle so he can um, bowl your cell phone down the... You didn't like that? You didn't, you, you didn't like that cell phone toss off the foot? <laughs> yeah. That shit was hilarious, dude. Yeah. And then you didn't like the Mick had coming down the hallway with the cell phone yeah, listening the, to the Mick music? had tried to steal your phone. Right. But Zach's, then you You're said, coming around. You're coming around, you, you guys are convincing me it was funnier than it was. But do you remember when... I, liked, I did like when you go... Um, Oh really? Do you have do you have Carla on your phone? He's like, uh, yeah. You're like, yeah. oh, I have Beyonce. I got, Tyra, I got Tyra Banks. Oh, sorry, Tyra Banks. Tyra Banks. Before Beyonce, it was Tyra Banks. Halle Berry's still up in there, though. Halle Berry's still up in there. Eternal. You, um, now she's you, directing. Oh. Were you able to um, 
to to pick which beautiful woman, um, Donald, or was it written into the script that it was Tyra Banks? It's Tyra. I mean, Tyra Banks. After Chris Rock said her name as Little Penny, Tyra Banks. It's probably the funniest name to say, and so just so if. You mean because, because it's a unique name and she's so beautiful, it was a good punchline. Absolutely. And yeah. it's got the it's got the classic, it's got the hard C, the a hard sound K. Writer. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Comedy writers like like yeah. Tom Plugman love a hard K sound. Yeah. Well, you know, toma- tomato Tyra not funny. Banks. Chicken funny. Chicken's funny, tomato's not funny. That's all you need to know, everybody. You're getting Chicken. a right those of you write comedy, aspiring comedy writers, you're from one of the top uh, 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 advertising creatives in the country right now. You're getting a secret. Tomato, not funny. Chicken, yeah, but don't funny. let that Why? don't don't let that out. Don't let it out, okay? No, but it's out, buddy. Everybody knows, everybody knows the K sound. Crap. <laughs> now you're ruined. Everybody Crap. knows K sound is funny. A little bit of trivia for you, Brian. I hope I can reveal this, Brian. If not, we'll cut it. But uh, Brian is the voice of of T-Mobile. Whenever you hear all of those T-Mobile ads, it's Brian. A lot of them. A lot of them. Yeah, I hear you all the time when my TV's on. I hear you like T-Mobile. Da 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 da. And I hope it brings comfort to you. It does. <laughs> A lot of you know what we should bring this up too. So you know everybody loves to talk about my uh, Neil Diamond. Yes, yes, bring this up. Brian's Neil Diamond impersonation is 20 times like if you want to talk about another level, his level is like it's like 20 levels above my Neil Diamond. I don't know. Let me just give, let me just give, I'm gonna give them my Neil Diamond. Yeah, do the same uh, sentence. Do the same sentence. What are we going with? Can we sing the Transformers? Oh, you want to do a a non Neil Diamond song as Neil Diamond? Yeah, 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 Donald, you go first because everyone's heard this. The Transformers, more than meets the eye. Good stuff. <laughs> That's tough. Good All right, here stuff. We go. Here we go. Same sentence? Whatever yeah. you want to do. Transformers, more than meets the eye. <laughs> <laughs> so Brian, he sounds like very, fucking Neil. I'm a little, I'm a little <laughs> stuffy today. Yeah, you're a little real rusty. But Brian, will you briefly tell the audience... Um, that you, Brian is so into Neil Diamond that he, as a hobby, not as a money making venture, puts on full well Neil Diamond uh, concerts. And it, it's an odd thing. I, I, I'm my biggest fear in my whole thing. life has been to sing in front of an audience, right? right. And uh, about 15 years back, a friend of mine says, "When you sing, you sound like Neil Diamond." And I said, I know my whole life I've been told that. And he said, you should do a show. And I said, okay, great. You put a band together and I'll do a show. Because who the hell is going to put a band together? You know what I mean? Right. Next day he calls me. He says, we're booked at Hotel Cafe. I've got a huge, <laughs> I got a huge band for you. And I was like, oh, well, I said I was going to do it. And I was so nervous that I actually peed in my pants on the night of the show. I was Really? I thought like, people just did that in the movies. They really No, do it was crazy. I never thought it would happen. And it happened. And how, how, wait, how? How was it I, visible? Did people I, see a spot like in the movies? No, no. It was before, right before I went on, and I changed my pants before I went on, but they were still tight, like Neil Diamond's, very, very like a second skin. And then I went out there and I did it, and now I've done it. Uh, I did it like every five years, and I have a huge band and uh, incredible group, and 
it's it's like a weird cross between I don't know. It's like kind of like a performance art or something. And uh, but do, pretty, but you sing, but you do sing well as Neil Diamond. So it's kind of like a Neil Diamond. Yeah, company. it's like yeah, it's weird. It's like somehow a, a cross between performance art and a real show. But everyone seems to have a really good time. They've all been sold out and like i mean it's so bizarre <laughs> I, know, yeah. I know you're very busy with your career and you, your new baby but why haven't i been able to see well one? i was love to go to the next one can, you got it donald i was up, can donald come up with the next one and do transformers i don't want to do transformers i'm going to do love on the rocks i'll tell you Ain't what no donald, why, why do I you want to come up and do we're coming to america well then it sounds like i don't have to do anything which is great <laughs> i got the I want to do a duet, Donald, but can you, you and I could do You Don't Bring Me Flowers, and we're both diamonds singing to each other. Wow, well, who sings the female part? Streisand, but you can take her down, I bro. can do Streisand. Uh, yeah. No, you do it as diamond. Papa, can you hear me? No, it's not Yentl. Oh, no? No, no but that's another <laughs> idea. Do, by the way, another idea would be to do a Yentl cover band. Yeah, so I was going to say, <laughs> a night of Yentl. A night of Yentl. Oh, my God, Brian, will you help me produce oh a night of Yentl? <laughs> <laughs> Can we call it a night of a thousand Yentls? Oh my God, Donald! If you and I did a night of Yentl, we would sell the fuck out. We wouldn't need. We would need a hotel cafe. We'd need. We'd need the. the what do you call it? the Hollywood Bowl? Oh yeah. my God! People are clamoring for this. I can. T- yeah. Oh boy. Oh it's boy. It's coming. It's coming. Yentl was such a like my father's wet dream. It was yeah, like. <laughs> It was so Jewish, and it was Barbara Streisand, and it was a musical, and it was about rabbis. It was about someone whose desire to be a rabbi was so strong that she had to hide her sex to be to be a to be a rabbi. And my father was like, "This is the greatest movie ever ever made. It's, it's got everything, uh, any, anything I could ever want." Yeah, When's the I last think, time you've watched Gentle, guys? I don't know, but my father made us watch it four thousand times. Like, Can you hear me? By the way, brilliant Mandy Patinkin. Mandy Patinkin, that's right. Amazing. Watch it. Let's have a Yentl watch party. That's yeah, what we what, should do. Well, watch have, obscure movies like that that people have forgotten about with such huge stars. Like Force Tim from Navarone. Watch Yentl. I don't know. I oh think you God. should. Well, you're going to need to watch it when you prepare for the show, I would imagine, for your Yentl yeah, extravaganza. Yeah. So Yeah, uh, at the Hollywood Bowl. Yep. I would love it if the Hollywood Bowl, if anyone works for the Hollywood Bowl and wants to host, uh, Donald and I perform Yentl and we do all the parts. <laughs> uh, I, I I see that as something that's going to happen. Not Wait, just something I, we're talking Brian, what about. What do you think we should do? Who, who There's do talk because we're though. running out of episodes. We're running out of episodes of Scrubs. Um, what Brian. do you do when you run out of episodes? Yeah, we have we have a very large fan base all over the world and. And you're a very creative guy. There's been. Some, I think you, know, you guys uh, are really good at uh, analyzing films and and all kinds of content why wouldn't you just say hey today we're gonna pick we're gonna yeah, review it or yeah, yeah we're gonna talk, talk about, about this yeah. today we're gonna talk about yentl yeah exactly like, Dude, like we, that would be we, so great to talk about movies like that yeah like, you know what i mean like to talk it's, about movies that you know maybe a lot a lot of people haven't seen we have a very young audience also to introduce right. them to and we, could bring them, we could bring that we could surely get someone relevant to the film to come on yeah, I'm we can get Streisand. Yo, Streisand would totally I'm not do the podcast. We're gonna get like if we do Beverly Hills Cop, we might not get Eddie, but we might get Rosewood. <laughs> we can definitely get Rosewood. I think Taggart may have passed. I think so. I think I so. I think so. We could probably get Rosewood. Maybe we could get Serge Bronson Pincho. If we get Rosewood, we could also ask him about the Phoebe Cates' um, most glorious moment in cinema history. 
So there you go. That's clearly a way you could keep it going. Right. Or, and you could also do a version where you pick a movie pre beforehand and Donald picks a movie. And then you're like, okay. I want to do Ferris Bueller's Day Off. All right. Everybody's, everybody's seen that movie. I know, but you want to do movies. You know, I, I, I think we'll do an occasional obscure one like Yentl and introduce our fans to the majesty. You of don't movie. have to. Fi- you don't have to figure it out right now, though. You don't have to figure it Sorry. out. Back to the show. Should we take a break, Joel? Yes, please. We're gonna take we'll a be break. right back. Wait, wait, we're going to take a break. We're going to talk about what a biatch Kim is uh, when we come back. We'll be right back. Can I rant for a second? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some random hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized that people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. That's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know that feeling when you just have something you need to get off your chest? It's like a rain cloud following you around in your life. People all carry around different stressors, big and small. Everyone has stress, but we all handle it differently. When you keep your emotions bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. We talk all the time about how much therapy has benefited us. Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced a major life trauma. Therapy can help everyone with daily challenges with friends, family, and other relationships. If you're thinking of starting therapy, you should start with BetterHelp. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RealFriends today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash real friends. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacova's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R E A L F R I E N D S. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I mean, Kim is the worst person in the she, world. She made me mad. She made me mad. No, I don't she remember hating her. I don't remember hating the character as much, but this is fucking sinister evil. Yeah, she even they even go and have conversations about, you know, what it would have been like if they were together. And, you know, they talk all night long, all they night talk, long, all night long. They order a pizza. Yeah. Yeah. All I mean, she's. A sociopath. Yeah, that's that's really. I mean, I I, I wrote down when I was watching. I was like, that's pretty dark <laughs> twist at the end there. Like, I didn't see it coming at all. I'm like, whoa, what? I mean, how could no human being who's not evil or is a sociopath with no conscience could do this? Can well, I pick up for Kim on. just a little yeah, bit? I was, I was about to say little, there is just yeah, a little hold bit. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, okay, so. I get what Kim is trying to do in that she's like, I don't want this person to be with me out of obligation. I want you to be here for our love. Where it becomes misguided is JD is like show, genuinely showing up because he wants to be there, right? He wants and to he get to know her. this kid. Right. But not enough to like move to another city this quickly because at the end of the conversation, they're basically like, but how do you, right. how do you, how do you know somebody you that how but how do you put somebody in that situation right then and there also? It's like, all right, look, mm -hmm. we're not going to have this baby. Maybe in two weeks, you maybe in a week or something, you discuss it. But you don't say, okay, so these are the things I didn't tell you. We're not going to have this baby. They offered me the job. I'm going to stay. Do you want to stay with me? How the fuck is he supposed to say yes to that shit? How is he it's supposed messy. to say yes? And you don't have to lie. How you don't have to lie. You can say, I'm not sure how this is going to work out. And what is her plan for the rest of eternity? To hide the baby. It's a terrible mistake. She, yeah, I'm to not hide the baby from her for the rest. No, I'm the sorry to ever disagree with you because you are a queen. But, <laughs> but yeah, there's no defense. No defense. I, you know, I, I, I don't. I don't understand it. I. 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 That's the thing. I. I just don't understand she it. She tells him she has a miscarriage. Yeah, and, it's twisted, man. It's twisted. So happy and excited, and 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 they sit on that bench, and 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 the actor who played JD was really good in the scene, and he is amazing. And, and you saw how heartbroken he was, and yeah. and that woman had the audacity to not just do like a quick lie. A, a full night's worth of lying. No, it was a lie, lie. It was like it was a full on. It was a full on. You know, at some point during that night, her story had to get a little freaking twisted, and she found a way to bring it back to make him believe. Like, there's no way you can hold up a lie for twelve hours talking about. You know what I mean? Well, she's gonna have to hold it up for the rest of her life. 
Well, yeah. <laughs> we it, all, it all comes back. Uh, spoilers. Um, no, but no. this song at the end, now, Brian, we recently learned we're allowed to play 30 seconds of a song if we talk, if we analyze it. Okay. We used to think we weren't allowed to ever play anything. But this song at the end by Ron Sexsmith called uh, Hands of Time, I thought was very great. Oh, to the hands of time. I like the melody of it a lot, yeah. man. Good analyzer. It's very, uh, yeah, it's very, very hooky. Very hooky. Very sweet. Yeah. You know, Keep analyzing it, Donald. I, I don't know what the song's about. I can't, I can barely hear it, but it sounds very melancholic. No. All right, we analyzed it. It's a pretty song. Check it out. Uh, Ron Sexsmith, Hands of Time. Um, that's the song that ends the episode. So before we go into the caller and everything like that, I do want to talk about the Kelso situation and all of this. We know with him talking about Al Green and Turk knowing who Al Green yes. is because yes. he's black and the whole Asian fetish thing. Uh, you know, I think they're trying to tell us that this is a bad guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. For all of these, even I mean, though he's the second part of that Al Green thing that he goes, she has glaucoma. I, uh, is, the, is that is the is the implication that you're going to sing as Al Green? Yes. Yes. <laughs> that was so terrible. Well, he's a terrible. He's a terrible, terrible, yeah, terrible see, person. I think, yes, I think Donald's right. They, they're I'm not going to lie though. I laugh at some of this shit, man. Like a lot of this shit, I laugh at a lot of this. <laughs> a lot of his racism fucking makes me laugh, man. I'm not going to well, lie. It's like Maybe Archie it's because... Bunker. It's like Archie Bunker. I mean, isn't it? You're 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 laughing at at someone who's so delusional and old and often an asshole. Yeah, right? I mean, like, yeah, but. I don't know, man. There's humor. I don't know. There's humor in it. And no, I, like he very... bought that RV to take uh, Edith. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, me and Edith are gonna like retire in this." And they're like, "Oh, is it wheelchair accessible?" He's like, "Well, no, she's gonna be dead in three years. And if right. she's not, I'll come to that bridge when I grow up." Like, right. <laughs> horrible human being. Yeah, like, man. Yeah. Terrible. He has a komodo closet in the RV, and Edith has glaucoma. So, and he didn't get Al Green tickets, so he's gonna have. <laughs> Pretend to be Al Green. Yeah, man. It's a mess. It's Donald, messy. how's your Al Green impression? I, I don't. I don't, I don't. My Al Green impression is horrible. Okay. <laughs> I also have an Al Green show I do once every right couple weeks. Nice, nice. Love it. Um. All right. We'll be right back with a caller. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval term supply. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacova's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. 
If you can't make it into a store, Tacovis delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovis has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on tacovis.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. It's about a $30 value, and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at tacovas.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. And we're back. back. All right, Joelle, bring in this uh, caller. I, I can't wait to see what you've brought us. Joelle always brings us wonderful callers, everybody. We got a caller who gave us a holler. We can talk Star Wars or sing show tunes, you know, like a baller. Smoke some jazz cabbage. Maybe talk about the episode. So come on, Joelle, let's get the show on. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Michaela. Hello, welcome. Thank you. Uh, Thank you for going. having me. He's still going. Um, Michaela, uh, that's our friend Brian. He's joining us for the show. And you know, of course, the legendary DJ, Daniel, who is uh, often twitching the new show, uh, new game, Elden Ring. Is that how you say it? You nailed it. And I put him on a, I put him on a text chain with my nephew who 
Now they can geek out. Did you connect with Henry? Oh my God. We talked for like a solid two hours straight about video games. It was really, were you like, do you, would you tell him which spell to use on which feature? He's telling me he's farther. He's way farther than I am. He's so much better than I am. I think I made a real nice bromance there. And uh, there's our queen, Joelle. Is it? And yes, say hello to, say hello to the queen. All yeah, hail Queen Joelle! Morning! Queen yeah. Joelle. Nice that. Yes. Zach, Casey's not here, but if she were, she'd say this. Zach, I love you. Yes, Donald, what is it? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Um, okay. Daniel, um, yes. Daniel, is it like Red Dead Redemption 2, but with wands and swords? No. 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 It it's is a not, sorcery. <laughs> it's closer to Zelda. Wow. That was a, <laughs> that was a long pause in between. I... <laughs> Well, all I know is uh, both uh, DJ Daniel and my nephew Henry love throwing. What do you call it? Um, spells. spells, whatever you want to call Hadouken! it. Like, kids. They like to cast a spell on a on a on a. What do you call the guy at the end of the at the end of the level? A boss. A boss. A boss battle. A boss. There you go. Yes. Daniel, you, Daniel's you... idea of a dream day is beating a boss with a good spell. Hell yeah. You nailed who it. Doesn't, who doesn't love that? Perfect, a perfect that Sunday. Sounds, that sounds awesome. What are you talking about? I really need to get into video games one day. We'll All right, talk. Michaela, we'll tell us about um, why Joelle chose you, why you're here. Um, it's hard to get past our bouncer, Joelle. Somehow you did. What, what's your story? Your story must be great. Well, it's pretty exciting, but um, I tagged Joelle in a post that I made on Instagram last week um, as I was about to go into surgery um, because last November you guys did a podcast with a guest who talked about how she donated her kidney and because of that episode I immediately took the quiz on the national donor registry and last week I donated my kidney. Oh my god. Wow. I just got goosebumps on every piece of my body. Oh my god. Incredible. I I wanted you guys to know that like you have saved a life. Like I know you've you know you've made a difference in a lot of people's lives, but like because of your podcast. I was able to help someone save a life and um, it was only because of you. So. Oh my God, I'm speechless. Joe, <laughs> I literally have goosebumps on every cell of my body. You're incredible. So, Amazing. so um, for those who, do, who missed that episode, uh, Michaela, let's go through it. Um, we had someone on who said they, they, they looked at the registry and um, Joelle, you'll look, look up, tell me, I want to reference it again, what the registry mm-hmm. is. But um, you and and you can see if you're a candidate for this, right? And if they're looking for someone, how does it how does it work? I don't know why I'm trying to figure it out, Michaela. How does it work? Sure. There's um on like the National Kidney website, there's a um, a potential donor survey that you basically go on and fill out. Um, it took me about an hour. It was kind of extensive, but kind of about your lifestyle, um, things like that, and. They probably don't want people to take bong hits um, with their morning coffee, I'm imagining. Uh, So you're you're not really a candidate. Wait, hold up. Weed affects the kidney? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. Okay. I mean, I don't think you can be like a a serious like user, like maybe every day might count. Hey, I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't use it. Okay. I smoke it. it, Okay. I I smoke it. Okay. All right, sorry. I don't use it. All right, Michaela, I digress. <laughs> so you took like an hour, like it takes you about an hour to fill out the, the paperwork. And then, then what happens? Yeah, from there, it really snowballed kind of quickly. Um, they, a center in my state contacted me and they set up just a bunch of tests. I started doing blood tests. And from there, I did 
some urine screens and they took me in and did a full day appointment, like a head to toe medical screen, um, a bunch of scans and stuff. I spoke with surgeons and nephrologists, kidney doctors, and all these people. And they determined that I was a good candidate. And uh, you can say no at any step in the process. Um, but I, no. I kind of... I kind of just felt like it was meant for me. So that's incredible. Wow. Now, 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 how do you? How long ago did you have the surgery? A week ago, last, she said. Yeah, oh, last Friday. Jesus, but you look. Are you okay? You look perfectly like like. Are you not? I mean, to me, you look like you could. Do you feel okay? You look great. Chewy says yeah. you look strong enough to pull the ears off a of gun, Dar. <laughs> Star Wars reference, yeah. I understand. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm doing pretty well. Um, I was in the hospital for about three days. Um, and then now I'm at home. I mean, I'm living on this reclining um, chair, but um, I, they say a couple weeks and I should be up and back to doing things like normal. I'm taking three weeks off of work. But um, other than that, I'm starting I'm to get an appetite back and feeling a lot more like myself. So. And you saved someone's life. I'm in awe. I'm in awe. I feel very, very fortunate <laughs> to be able to be someone's here. someone's life. I mean, you get to live with that mitzvah your entire life. My God. Now, are there any, um, I, I think the answer is no, but are there any restrictions um, that you now have to live by only having one kidney? The only thing is I have to make sure I drink a lot of water. Um, more than I would normally drink, probably like up to like 80 ounces a day. Um, but it's not terrible. Like I, I drink a good amount of water. And then you just have to make sure you can't take a lot of medications that are processed in the kidney, like Advil um, or aspirin or things like that. So you, or like so antibiotics to, either then really, huh? Like an antibiotic could kind of fuck you up, huh? Yeah. And certain pain meds and stuff like that, like they had to be for uh, particular pain meds that I was given in the hospital and things like that. But um, for the most part, within a couple months, I can go back to living my life like normal and I'm pretty young and healthy. And so I don't think it'll have too much of an impact on my life. Did they tell you or is it secret who you saved? Well, this is actually pretty cool. Um, it was anonymous. Um, so I gave anonymously, but they did tell me that the person that got my kidney happened to be at that same hospital, which is pretty rare. And, um, they said that the person that wanted to donate to them couldn't, they weren't a match. So that person donated to someone else and I donated to them. So it was a bit of a chain. That oh my goodness. You wow. were the piece of a puzzle that needed to be put into place for yeah. two people to get kidneys. That's so now, did they, did they, did they, I know you didn't do that. I know you did this for totally philanthropic reasons, but did they give you any financial uh, help with work or compensation at all? Um, there's a fund um, that can reimburse up to four weeks of lost wages, which is awesome. Um, and I live in a state where there is a transplant center, but they can also reimburse you for traveling expenses if you have to travel for an appointment or something. So they're paying me my lost wages for three weeks, which is great. Um, and incredible human I, being. I, 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 Brian. I don't you know what to say. Person? I mean, I can't. I really can't. Brian, you were a fascinating guest until yeah, McKayla. I'm just, just going to put it out there. I'm just going to put it out there. Brian, you just got a stage. You're just a funny writer. Uh, Michaela. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, it's, all, I, it's all because of you guys. So. Well, I, I love that you say that, and, and, and it makes me very moved. I I, I, I really have to, from, to be totally sincere, the idea that 
gosh, you know, we, we, we hear all the time at this show and we see the numbers that a lot of people are listening and we can't believe it, but we, um, we, we just think we hope we, we hope we're brightening people's day, you know, just being ourselves and, and hopefully, you know, that's all we all, all me and Donald can do. And what Brian does is, is, uh, is hopefully make someone giggle. Um, that idea that our guest would, would then do uh, inspire you. And that could, for all we know, inspire somebody else I mean, that is just so moving to me. I mean, you and you get to live with the with the honor that you saved somebody's life. I just think that's incredible. And I'm so impressed yeah. by you. I'm so impressed by you. You're, and you're a young woman. And you well, so what do you do? What do you do? Um, I'm a microbiologist. You're like, she's like, a, I'm an assassin. Hospital. <laughs> 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 really balances out. <laughs> I work for the CIA and I can't discuss anything further. <laughs> um, well, sorry, what do you do, Michaela? Um, I'm a microbiologist at a, a hospital here. So. Okay. I, right now, I do a lot of COVID testing. For about the last two years, I've done a lot of COVID okay. testing. Well, there's a lot of work in that, I hear. Yeah. Um, and um, and um, <laughs> always busy. Wow. Yeah. Always my, busy. My goodness. I, no, I assume you liked the show because um, you wouldn't have been listening to this darn thing if you didn't. Do you, do you have yeah. any? I feel bad moving on, but you're here. Do you have any questions for us? Do you have anything you want to ask? Can we can we fix your life like in any possible way? Sure. Well, one of the questions I've always had for you and Donald is just kind of how you guys maintain such a good friendship, you know, through all of life's ups and downs, through marriages and moving and being on different sides of the country. You know, I have a best friend who I'm really close with, but I feel like every time we go through major life changes, it's so hard to figure out a new balance or stay close. And I, I, love your friendship i think that's the biggest reason why i love this show and this show so i'm curious what you guys do to make it work can i say well, can i be honest with wife, you real quick his wife my wife is a, a strong a strong part of it but uh in all honesty we have this we have we have even though we grew up in different parts of the like he grew up in jersey and i grew up in new york it's very close and similar but we have kind of the same upbringing we did kind of the same things as kids. Uh, and when you find somebody who's a lot like, and, and you know, it's Hollywood and you meet a lot of people that are very similar in that way. But a lot of the things that we did as youths are very, very similar. And it's really weird. You know what I mean? Like he has, he has things that he did. Like, I, I don't want to bring up the forum, but like, that's something that, you know, uh, you know, there are a lot of things that, ideologies that we have that are similar as well and so he can put up with he can put up with who i am and i can put up with who with who he is and we can say that shit to each other and it and and uh and know that after this we're gonna drop this shit and we're still gonna be friends like now and also we had a very unique experience that 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 who else would ever really have um and that is that we spent 10 years um not in, you know, we had breaks through the year, but for 10 years, every day together, every weekday together, making each other laugh. And our, our, our job was like, crack each other up. Our job was like, say these lines and then also come up with new lines to make, to, to be funny. And we just bonded and we have, um, I've seen, we've, we've seen each other through, we've been with each other through thick and thin and we do get in fights. And it's often Casey who helps us uh, make up. 
Um, she's our, she's our, 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 our couples therapist. <laughs> and, um, and, um, and sometimes, you know, by the way, we wouldn't, this podcast has been wonderful for our friendship mm-hmm. because we wouldn't, we wouldn't talk every week necessarily this much. So it's kind of like you and your, your friend, um, if you, if you, if you promised and you had a hard commitment that every, you know, Thursday at one o'clock, you were going to do an hour and a half FaceTime catch up. Um, we've done that. We've committed to that. And, um, and so that keeps us in, in really good touch. And, um, and I just love him. When I see his face, I just smile. I really I do. I don't know, man. I really, I, it's, you know, like your dad, your mom, my mom, like, you know, I would say my dad, you know, being, he's a bit of a loner, but like, even when they met each other, it was, it's, it's, I feel like it's the same thing. Like, I feel like there's some form of family that we have. Well, it's also that, interesting too, that our, both of us sets of our parents, well, not my mom, but your parents and my dad were both very into theater and mm-hmm. uh, they were um, just very similar, even though Donald lived in the city and, and uh, I was out in the suburbs. Um, you know, we've said this before. We just, we just, we just had the same sense of humor. And it all began when I saw him at the, at the table read for scrubs and he was already at the bar getting a drink at Bill's and, and Krista's house. Remember? And you turned around. Yeah, I, did. I turned around and said, hey. And you were like, hey. And I was like, oh, my and God. Then we hugged. Guy. I was like, a famous guy. He's famous. <laughs> and then we talked. I remember. I just remember being like, I can't wait for the table read to see how he's going to do this. And you, you everybody left. You didn't huh? think I could bring it. Were you it's nervous? That, were, were I was so nervous, nervous that I wasn't yeah, going to be fine? Dude, look. Think like, about I had it. a lot of money riding on this fucking guy. Dude, think about it. You had every line in the fucking script, pretty much. And I remember thinking, I have no idea who this guy is. He has zero, from my my point of view, he has zero credentials to be able to pull this off. Let's see what he does. Yo, within, within (laughs) within two minutes of the table read, he had won not only myself, but everybody in the room over. Everybody walking out of that shit was like, I feel good about where we are with this. Yeah. Like, yeah, it yeah. was, it was a, it was a great. Little did we know that we'd go, uh, well, the show would go nine years or eight if you're one of those people. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacova's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L. 
F-R-I-E-N-D-S. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Um, you have another question or a fix your life for us? Um, so a bunch of TV shows will do like crossover episodes, like, you know, in the Arrowverse mm. or one of my favorites is uh, new girl in Brooklyn. My nine, they have oh, like, you the characters. Love... I, I knew you were going to say that. Yes. Yeah. Legends <laughs> of tomorrow. Legends of tomorrow. Yes. I was wondering yeah. if you were going to bring that up with there be a crossover <laughs> episode of legends of tomorrow. Okay. And Dom, scro- okay. I'm sorry. I just want to talk about it. All right, go ahead. Pick the show up, CW. Go ahead. Sorry, Michaela. Go ahead. Well, you kind of answered, but but I'm curious if the Scrubs characters were to do a crossover with another TV show, which would you have wanted to do? Great well, I, I, I no think the fans. That. I think the fans would want to see us and Psyched together. Yeah, uh, with, that's that, with that type of crossover. I have um, to admit, I've never seen an episode of Psych. I've never watched one episode of Psych. But, but I love it's funny. I, it's really it's funny. It's really good. Yeah, it's well done. I I I, I, I don't know if it's because I have a little mild resentment that they took our our, our <laughs> shtick and ran with it. But um, 
And then they took Sarah Chalk, who had the fucking audacity yeah. to go on. Sarah, the fucking traitor, dude. Fucking traitor. <laughs> fucking traitor. Sarah's a fucking traitor. And she was on How I Met Your Mother making out with Josh Radner. Hussy. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Right, Calm I do down. Take that back. Her. Yeah, there's your answer. Michaela, I'm I'm speechless. But um, I do want to talk about one more thing before we end the show. And that is Brian. You, Brian wrote a beautiful, Brian has a new baby and Brian is an incredible writer. And Brian, Brian all, that book is amazing, bud. You I'm wrote so, a beautiful, uh, so beautiful, beautiful man. children's book Thank that you. I want to talk about. And I hope that you'll um, tell us all about it called you are you tell us just about the which you can get on amazon you can get anywhere it's 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 not one of those self-published things it's uh it's simon and schuster as i believe so it's really everywhere um tell us about the impetus and i imagine having a new baby well, what, tell us about it brian you know i've always uh been interested in in children's books but especially a certain kind the kind that kind of spoke to adult as well as like younger you know someone gives you oh the places you'll go when you graduate you know, high school, or they give you the giving tree, some kind of adult themes. Uh, when I was growing up, they didn't have a word for it, but I was uh, undiagnosed bipolar, right? And that's been a journey for me of like self-acceptance, of self-love. And you kind of go through these hard-fought lessons. And I wanted to see if I could kind of take those thoughts and make them kind of elementally boiled down to like a, that elemental level where you could speak to a children speak to children of all ages. So um, this book really was my attempt to be like, I wish someone had handed me this book mm. when I was a kid, something yeah. about something about loving yourself in this way. And, you know, also kind of, you know, all these things you might want to change about yourself can actually be like your greatest strengths and, and, and putting that into there. So uh, I wrote the book, uh, all the proceeds, um, for me, are going to um, Mind Up, which is an incredible nonprofit association that really teaches tools to children uh, so they can adopt and cope with stress. And mental health for children really is where where this book uh, lives. But I hope it's something that can talk to like emotionally. Oh, I reach. feel like it talks to everybody. Really, you know, I feel like I feel like you know when reading it, I was just like you said. I wish somebody had talked to me this way when i was young because you know we all have our insecurities i wrote i wrote down that the book is very uh it's uh it's uh, a confidence booster in children if children could hear what you're saying to them in this book every day just imagine how confident they could feel going out in the world being comfortable with just being themselves yeah, I mean, and, and, and I think the um, the Giving Tree is a great example in that it, it, your child is going to appreciate it on one level, and you, the adult reading it, are going to appreciate it on a whole another level. Um, and I think it's very hard to write like that. The book is is very simply written, so your child will, I imagine, it will it will start a dialogue with your with your child too as you're reading it to them because it's so inspirational, but the, I, I had like tears in my eyes when I was reading it. And I also have to say the illustrations were amazing. Who, who did those, uh, Brian? 
Uh, it's done by a guy named Alex Stephen Martin, and uh, I just How randomly did you pick him because you could you could pick anybody because you're you. I, I you know I just randomly was uh, connected with him, and I looked at some of his art, and I was like, this is very whimsical and kind of has that feel that I wanted. And you know, we were talking about the Shel Silverstein stuff. I love those line drawings, those simple, elegant drawings, maybe a little bit of watercolor, and he just brought that vibe, and I, I just fell in love with it. Yeah, I, I love that everything in the book is characters too, like just different types of characters. Yeah, like, isn't there like a cactus at one point? Or yeah, something? that's right. Yeah, it's, super, it's a cactus super. boy. <laughs> it's, uh, it's like my uh, my my super cactus. Yes. <laughs> yeah, true. really sweet, really sweet drawings. Brian, for real, it was such a great joy to read. Oh, yeah. thank you so much. It's something you know. It's like something that I'm so proud of that I really. I really hope can uh, some of those books that you were talking about, like they made a difference to me and I hope, you know, not just about raising the money for uh, mental health, but like drawing some awareness uh, to that in, in the, the space for children, I think uh, would be an incredible thing to, to be a part of. I really hope people buy the book. Well, and, buy this uh, book. It's you are you and it's putting put out by Simon and Schuster. So, you know, it's no BS. It's not one of those. Our friend wrote a book. It's a, it's um. It's. It, I actually think it will come out the day this is right now. There you go. It's coming out nice. today, and um, Amazon or any. I imagine it'll be in bookstores for real because yes, I'm an Schuster. Cor correct. And uh, get it because not only are you supporting a good cause, um, uh, all the all Brian's proceeds go to uh, Mind Up. A friend of mine. Uh, these are, by the way, hearing you guys talk about it and saying that stuff and and feeling how heartfelt it is. Very very touching to me to be honest this is something i've been working on a long time so now that it's coming out into the world and and hearing the response it's really touching a friend of mine gave it to his kid the other day who's seven years old and the kid read it uh with his dad and he said this book makes me feel calm mm. and oh i think yeah and it went when he said that i said that's the only blurb i want on the book you know what i mean like uh, this book makes me feel calm seven-year-old Mindup.org uh, mindup is the uh, website if you're curious. I, I, Brian um, just mentioned it's Goldie Hawn's uh, charity. Uh, if you're curious about that, all of the proceeds um, from Brian go to mindup.org and just get it because um, it's a beautiful story to read to your kids and make them feel confident. Michaela, I... Sorry that Brian tried to steal your limelight. <laughs> I, I really didn't. I'm in awe. <laughs> it's I'm like a awe. battle. It's like uh, a battle today, man. It's yeah, like you a, know, it happened. Michaela upstaged Brian, and then Brian. Michaela was, was like, "Oh yeah, well I raise you a kidney," and yeah, Brian and was like, "Oh yeah, well I, I raise you mental health." health. health. Yeah. What's so up? I, I'm donating my proceeds uh, from the book and both of my kidneys. <laughs> so you don't want to do both, right? Right. I, I'm pretty sure it's okay. As a fake doctor, I advise you not to do both. No, don't do both. All right. That's our show, guys. Michaela, I, I, I'm speechless. I, you are such an inspiration. And, um, and I think you're an incredible human being. And if you are ever down and having a shitty moment, as we humans are, I want you to remind yourself that you saved someone's life. And maybe put that on a giant whiteboard in your, in your house. <laughs> Um, because I write inspirational things on whiteboards all around my house and, uh, yours, yours trumps any of mine. I see life. Um, and then remind people, um, uh, where to go if they want to, uh, do a similar thing. Uh, what's the website, Michaela, that you went to? 
Um, I Googled National Kidney Registry, and I think that'll pretty much take you there. There's a button that says donate, and they can tell you all about it. Okay. If you are a saint on earth like Michaela, go to the National uh, Kidney Registry or search for that on the interwebs, and you will find it. That's our show. Donald, anything else you want to say? What a great show. What a uh, great show. Two really awesome guests. Yeah. Uh, Thank you for having me. Brian, Brian, I want to thank you for... Uh, you know, mentioning Zach and I for this whole T-Mobile thing, because that's probably yeah. one of the coolest moments of my life to we be were in, in the Super Bowl. Bowl. We were yes, in the Super Bowl. In the Super Bowl. I feel like we played in the game. Well, I feel I feel like we won. I feel like I we do won too. I feel like <laughs> you guys won. won. You guys were spectacular. Scarlett Johansson, even though she came in one for most search, she's the biggest movie star in the world. Right. So we're gonna dis- discount she's, that. She's she's the Black Widow. I get it. Yeah, so we discount biggest movie star in the world, and then technically we won. We won. Yeah. That we makes won you the Bowl. second biggest movie star in the world, guys. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, so take that, Rock. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, we love you all. Thank you for tuning in, and uh, and we'll see you next time. Uh, five, six, seven, eight. Some stories about show we made about a bunch of docs and nurses in a Canada who love to hate. I said, here's a story. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, it's simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. You can learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners. Tacovas will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. And point your toes west. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com.